This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Ellen, and today I'll be talking about consulting rankings and how to use them as a consulting buyer. But before we get into that, let me give you a recap about our previous episode, which was about building an effective organization structure to source the right consultant. So we went over the different options to set your organization to source consultants from do-it-yourself to outsource consulting procurement completely. And I also discussed why it was so important you need the right foundation, your organization, to support your consulting sourcing capability. But there is an ugly truth here. There is no such thing as the right organization for consulting sourcing. Some organization structures work really well for some companies, while for others, it might not work at all. There are several ways to do it right. And it will depend on your resources, of course, your culture, your existing organization, and what you want to achieve. But actually, the right solution for you might be a mix of all these different options. Who knows? Did that make you curious? If you want to learn more, just listen to a previous episode available on all the major streaming platforms. However, today. I want to talk about consulting rankings and how consulting buyers can use them. When you're sourcing consultants, it's sometimes hard to find new players. The industry scatters and extremely diverse. So you still have to build your list of preferred providers for the consulting category, right? And you might be tempted to look at consulting firm rankings to find the best ones in your industry. Is it a good or a bad idea. That's what I wanted to discuss today. So what management consulting firms are the best? The problem is that there is no established criterion to determine if a consulting business is excellent. So the answer to this question is not simple. When you say top consulting firms, nearly everyone immediately thinks of the big three, the consulting firm with the highest prestige, McKinsey, BCG, and buy. But top or best are ambiguous terms, and there are numerous great consultants that provide their clients with outstanding services in the MBB business's shadows. But before we dive into the rankings, let's take a step back. There are many consulting firms out there, from the large one-stop shops covering multiple sectors and capabilities that include MBB, but also Deloitte, EY, PwC, and consort, to the very niche consulting firms that focus on one capability in one industry. You might think that working with a top-rating generalist consulting firms will definitely solve your business problems because they can fulfill all your technical needs. And you know the same, no one ever got fired for hiring McKinsey. Hmm, really? I think that the recent scandals about McKinsey will tell you otherwise. 
unless getting your company in bankruptcy doesn't count as being fired. And don't get me wrong, I say McKinsey, but they were the ones front and center. But I have no doubt that the other large consulting firms have more or less the same behaviors. What you need to understand is what firm is best suited for your consulting needs. As I often say, the best consulting firm for one project is not always the right one for your next project. If you look at the consulting market, you can segment the consulting firms based on their size, reputation, and area of specialty. Consulting buyers usually classify them into three tiers. Now, most of you all know the consulting firms in tier one. They are like the Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Ronex of consulting. MBB, McKinsey, Bang & Company, and Boston Consulting Group are the top three consulting companies in the world. These companies are renowned for providing top-notch consulting work, covering all capabilities with a strong connection with strategy. After all, that is where they started. Each of these companies charged premium prices for their services with the cost of each project often reaching millions of dollars. They have clients in almost all sectors and all countries, from public to private. As we say in French, ils sont là du sol au plafond. They are here from floor to ceiling. That's also where you will find what we call the big fours, which are the consulting departments of Deloitte, PwC, EY, and KPMG, the big four accounting firms, sometimes with different brand names. In terms of revenues, this division are the biggest consulting businesses in the world. However, before, because these companies are hybrid players, meaning that they're not pure consulting players, they tend to charge less than MBB for similar projects. But they still offer services in all capabilities, sectors, and regions of the world. Then we have tier two firms. It may come as a surprise, but you will find their huge international consulting businesses that serve powerful customers. Their prestige and project costs differ between them and MBB companies. Tier 2 projects often cost less, even though they're catching up, in particular the ones with uh, strategy focus. You will find their notable names, including Accenture, Roland Berger, Oliver Wyman, and LEK. And last but not least, Tier 3, where you will find what we call the boutique firms. These small, specialized, localized businesses that frequently enjoy an exclusive position in their target market. In comparison to their large generalist relative, these consulting firms often have fewer than 500 people and take on smaller projects in a more limited range of capabilities, sectors, and regions. It is obvious that MBB are the most prestigious firms out there, but this prestige didn't just come overnight or with some XYZ partnership. They consistently delivered top quality work throughout their active years, hence spreading the brand awareness and gaining more goodwill. Now back to our rankings. There are many of them flourishing on the internet and they claim to determine which are the real best consulting firms. But are they really? What do they assess in practicality? What can you learn from them? And how do you use them when sourcing consultants? Here is the short answer. 
most consulting rankings are, are based on the prestige and brand awareness. But how are the firms evaluated? So as I said, there are many various publications that rank the consulting firms. But since I can't examine all of them, I decided to focus on the main two, Vault and Statista Falls. So let's start with Vault. According to Vault Career Intelligence, the rankings were launched in 2007. This year's Vault Consulting 50 poll, which was published on February 15th, had responses from 17,000 consultants in total. The respondents, North American consultants working at more than 130 firms, rate their employers on 20 different criteria and must frame the company on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best score possible. Although the respondents are prohibited from rating their own businesses in the prestige and practice categories. So prestige contributes 30% of the ranking weight involves algorithm. 50% of the business overall score is determined by firm culture and satisfaction with compensation, work-life balance, and level of challenge coming in at 10% apiece. The score for business outlook and promotion policy were split evenly at 5%. These weights are the same as they were the year before. It's not a surprise that you will mainly find the top tier and tier two companies at the top of the Vault Consulting 50. First, the study is only looking at one hand 30 companies operating in the US when there are more than 5,000 consulting firms worldwide. Besides, this ranking is aimed at promoting these consulting firms as employers, not suppliers. So you get the list of popular companies among young consultants. This is not a very useful list for a consulting buyer, right? So now let's have a look at the Statista Forbes rankings. So it's a Statista and Forbes, but actually Statista has a different partner in every country. In the UK, that will be the Financial Times, in French Capital, etc. Statista is a market research firm. They started the rankings around 2016. Statista has launched the assessment in the United States, Germany, France, the United Kingdom, Switzerland, and Japan. It includes two surveys, one peer survey and one client survey. So the peer survey is based on the feedback of consulting partners and executives for more than 1,700 firms and 5,000 partners just in the UK. The list of consulting firms was built with lists from associations such as the MCA, consulting directories, and company databases such as Orbis. Even though the methodology seems quite thorough, it remains biased and focused on tier one and tier two consulting firms. Statista is it stating the market is comprised of mainstream management consulting firms. The second survey, and it's a new addition compared to the previous years, is a client review. The clients were asked to evaluate the quality of consulting firms on a five-point scale. Three stars are given from recommended, four stars are often suggested, and five stars are given from very frequently recommended for the 230 businesses that got the most recommendations. The respondents were given a list of recommended consulting firms and could add new names. And that's how we saw some smaller consulting firms hitting the top places in subcategories.
in the writing is broken down into 14 functional categories such as strategy, sustainability, and digital transformation, as well as 13 industries ranging from financial institution to aerospace and military. The consulting firms were then ranked regionally based on the frequency of positive recommendation. This TSTAT generated a top ranking of the world's best management consulting firms by analyzing the result of several national top lists. This ranking has three main biases. First, as mentioned before, because it is based on the overall number of positive recommendations, it gives a tremendous advantage to large consulting firms that have worked with many more clients than smaller ones, simply of the quality of the work done. Therefore, the results are more based on brand awareness, marketing budget, and footprint. Second, the survey is giving a lot of room for consultants' advice on competitors. Indeed, more consultants are surveyed than clients. Would you give a good score to your direct competitor? Yeah, I might. Or not. <laughs> the evaluation asked is a recommendation. It is close to the NPS indicator. So NPS, Net Promoter Score, is mostly a measure of customer loyalty, which is loosely related to the quality of the work. Beside the quality of consulting work is heavily linked to the skills and personality of the partner in charge of a given project. And such a survey is erasing the potential viability within a given company under an umbrella. So are these results or rankings accurate or even correct? The results give only a partial view of the market and are definitely not a guarantee of quality whatsoever. It is too broad a brush to really say they are the best in the world. In addition, some excellent consulting firms are not even in the list, even though they are the best at what they do, just because they are too small or too niche are too confidential. So what's the real ranking then? Well, it depends. These rankings are real and accurate, but they do not show any sort of performance measure. The quality of a consulting firm is based on several factors, such as the expertise, the impact delivered, the project management skill, the interpersonal skills, etc. So to determine if a consulting firm is right for you, or not. When you have identified a potential suppliers for a project or for your list of preferred suppliers, you need to determine if they have the right skills and if they are good at what they do. The only way to do it right is to contact them and get to talk to some former clients. So you have found a consulting firm that has, at least on paper, the right capabilities and industry experience. But don't stop just now. Let's have a closer look at the profile to make sure they fit the bill. Numerous consulting organizations assert that they are proficient in every capability across all industry, yet their track records contradict this. Much of, most of them, which are frequently small boutiques, are experts in just one skill or industry when they get the majority of the business. Therefore, thoroughly review any case studies or prior projects that are mentioned on the company website. Consider the prior customers of the business as well. Who are they and what do they do? Another useful indicator of a consultancy's core business, particularly for small ones, is the history of its founders. 
Have a look at the management team, who they are. What did they do before? Most consulting firms will outline their approach or methodologies in their brochures or websites. You'll discover more about them and how they work. Do they prioritize high-level strategy above consulting for implementation? Do they concentrate more on the heart or the soft aspects? Do they have previous company experience or are they long-term consultants? These factors will help you comprehend the nature of these consulting firms and how they would work with your company. But that doesn't say much yet on how well they perform. To get to that point, you need to talk to former clients or to former colleagues that have used them in the past. This is why I always recommend a systematic measure of the performance at the end of a project. Don't be fooled by the list of logo in the presentation or the anonymous case studies on the website and the proposal. This could be all projects or even projects that didn't go that well. You'll never know unless you ask some references for the project you want to launch. Take the time to call the references and ask the right questions. You can start listing the elements that matter to you for this specific project such as the ability to transfer knowledge, the way they interact with teams, the impact on the business, for instance. You can add a few customized questions that will help you remove gray areas you have identified in a proposal, for instance. Let me give you a few rules when you check references. First, it has to be real. Don't dump it too fast. We have seen consulting firms sending as references the names of their former colleagues. Check the names, the position, and the background of the reference to make sure they are real persons and have held relevant position. Second, it must be related to a project that is comparable to your project. It may be a project with a comparable setting, strategy, or sector. You want to be certain that the consulting company will be able to complete your assignment. Finally, the reference needs to be current. Better still, the more recent. Set a limit for yourself. No more than five years is reasonable. In all fields and jobs, the rate of change has quickened. A 15-year-old project that was properly managed says little about what may occur now. At the end of the day, you want excellent references where the consultants have had a positive impact on the company. It will also give you some information on their performance, on the different dimensions that will be important in your ranking process. If you have identified cultural fit as a key element of choice for your project, ask questions about how the consultants interacted with the teams, how they adapted to the potential cultural differences. Don't compromise with the references. If the consulting provider is using confidentiality as an excuse to return references, Call a third-party player, such as Consulting Quest, to check the references for you. To conclude the topic, there are many consulting firms out there, and each of them offer great services to the clients. But to evaluate their performance and the impact they can bring to the, your consulting project, you need to have a look at many factors, such as the firm's ownership structure, partner profile, size, and geographic footprint, delivery model, for example. But people can and will still rank the consulting firms based on prestige, brand awareness, thought leadership, etc. And surely MBB will top the charts. But let me ask you something. 
Do you really need the most prestigious consulting firm for your project? If you're looking for political value, you know to ease our justified decision to your board of directors, then you might have little alternatives. But if you're working on a more operational project, is it the right choice? So sure, the real best consulting firm here will be the one that goes to job, brings you the right impact and at a reasonable cost, right? So let's use these rankings carefully as one of the sources to identify new players, but that's the beginning of the journey to qualify them because this qualification process has to be tailored to your company needs and ways of working and one step further to the project that you want to launch. Performance rankings are a key topic for the consulting industry, but are not where they should be in terms of reliability. It is quite unbelievable to find ranking and customer feedback for pretty much everything, but not category as large as management consulting. This is a topic that we have decided to tackle with my team, and I will get back to you soon with some exciting news. And that marks the end of our podcast. So keep an eye out for me next week when I return with another fascinating topic. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have other questions about consulting rankings, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing. The only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.